event management platform CEO Ali with Hub, founded in 2012, now today doing about 180 grand per month in revenue. That's up doubled year over year, so about 90K per month back in November 2017. They have 110 customers paying about a $20,000 ACV average on their ARR platform. They also have to do about work with about 10 you know, mega conferences every year that maybe pay six figures one time where she helps manage those platforms. So additional revenue there, lower margin, but additional revenue. Doing all this with about 13 million bucks raised, including 3 million bucks of her own money, 80% annual retention, uh, each year gross 30% expansion. So 110% net revenue retention each year. Pretty good $5,000 CAC on $20,000 ACV is about a five month payback. Economics makes sense. Team of 40 in Washington state and other remote locations. Again, building up their really event and content platform hub. Hello, everybody. My guest today is Ali Magyar. She is the CEO of a company called Hub and a skilled entrepreneur and technology maven with over 15 years of experience driving successful tech-enabled service companies. She's been named a 2017 Portland Business Journal 40 Under 40, a 2017 top woman entrepreneur by Smart Meetings Magazine, and in 2018 was an EY Pacific New York, uh, uh, sorry, Northwest Entrepreneur of the Year finalist. Ali, are you ready to take us to the top? I am glad to be here today. Thanks for having me. You bet. Okay. So tell us about Hub. What's the company do and what's the business model? How do you make money? Sure. Well, Hub is essentially software for meeting planners. So we help with all of the backend processes in terms of collecting, managing, and marketing data as it pertains to your sessions, your speakers, your sponsors, and then also help with uh, one-to-one connections at meetings and events. Interesting. Okay. And is this all done via like a mobile app or what? Yeah, no, this is all, it's a cloud-based software. Um, so we are helping the backend users. So if you think about an event that you're producing, you all of that information, get external teams to sort of vote and grade it, accept it. So we're the platform that's cloud-based that allows people the collaboration to be able to get work done more quickly and then be able to market that outwards to their attendees with session listings, speaker listings, convincing them to be able to register. Interesting, very good. And walk me through pricing. Is it Pure Play SaaS? Sure. Well, in the events industry, SaaS was a word that was sort of unknown. Uh, And so we are in an antiquated industry that is slowly starting to convert. So when I started my career in events in the early 2000s, uh, fax machines was our biggest mode of technology. So (laughs) I've seen our industry change quite a bit. Uh Um, But our business model is a variety of um, typical SaaS, which is just an ARR contract that allows people all you can eat, you know, come in, manage as many events as you want on our platform. And then we also work with some customers where maybe they only have a single event per year. So typical, you know, same thing as ARR, but they may only be managing one event versus many events. Yeah, and maybe they're not on a contract. They pay per event, but they pretty much come back every single year for that one event. Correct. Yeah, interesting. Okay, Um, and I don't want to go down kind of every customer cohort. I'm sure you work with all kinds of customers, but for the people that are paying on the SaaS kind of model, annual model, on average, what are they paying per year, would you say? Sure, our ACV is roughly around 20,000 right now. Okay, fair enough. And generally speaking, how many events will that person run that's paying that much? Uh, on average, it's about two to three. Typically, most companies have one really large sort of customer or user conference per year, and then they'll do a, a few other smaller regional events. Okay, interesting. And how does that compare to someone that might only want to use you one time for an event? Well, typically, if they're using us just one time for an event, it's still an event of very large scale. So they're still um, Hub is a good fit for anyone that has 50 or more speakers, sessions, sponsors. So if you have less than that, you really can handle the automation yourself. Um, it, it's not that complex. So for us, even if it's one event, uh, the complexity could be we run some events that for a single event are 25,000 people in a venue with thousands of speakers. So what would so- they pay for that one, that, that kind of event? Um, an enterprise contract can be in the six figures. So those oh, six wow. figures. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So interesting. Large range. 
Interesting. So, I mean, as part of that professional services though, you're doing a lot of consulting work, customization work. Yeah. Usually if you're working in the enterprise, you'll end up being a part of an integrated technology stack. So you've got sort of your SaaS player, your license, and then you'll have professional services on top of that in terms of needing to integrate across their tech stack, you know, meetings to ensure that everything is happening seamlessly for the event. Interesting. I want to learn more about your backstory before we do though. If you look at your revenue over the past 12 months, what percent would you say was professional services versus true SaaS, true recurring? Sure. Yeah. 25% of our business is in, um, in professional services and the 75% is in pure SaaS. So not a pretty healthy ratio there. Put this on a timeline for us. When did you launch? Yeah, well, I originally created uh, the product back in 2012. Um, I was in my previous role as CEO of an agency. So we planned and managed some of the world's largest technology conferences. Uh So when I any that I would know. Uh, yeah, so we do a lot for Microsoft. Um, so like Microsoft Ignite is a big conference that I've been involved with from the very beginning. So, um, you know, big, big, complex user conferences is really my background. Um, and I was sick of using spreadsheets and email for everything. And so I decided to build a platform that helped my team be able to scale. So we used the product uh, from 2012 to 2014 inside of our agency and really built it to help manage the events that we were managing. Uh, and then I sort of woke up and said, wait a second, if this is bringing us so much value and I'm seeing this adoption and technology really change and evolve in our industry, I wanted to take that to market. So I bootstrapped the company. I put um, a significant amount of money of my own cash into it. How and much? Took about $3 million. Okay, how did you spin it out or did you keep it inside the agency? Uh, no, we did spin it out. So in 2015, we did our proof of concept. And so we went to market. And in the first year, we ended with 21 paying customers, about 650000 in revenue. And I realized there definitely was market traction and market adoption. So at that point, we spun out the company into its own company, separate from the services. Okay, interesting. And there's always a challenge when people do that on how do you structure the cap table on the new entity? Do you give the agency yeah. a chunk of it? Is it a clean cap table? How do you make that decision? What's your cap table like? Sure. Well, fortunately for me, I was a single owner of both companies. So it was uh, much less complex because I just split the companies and allowed um, dynamic events uh, to pass over all of the IP rights and, and all ownership over to the new entity. Okay. And when you say you put 3 million of your own money in, is that going back to 2012, even dedicating staff from the agency, you're looking at all their salaries, whatever they put in kind of total to the, the company? Um, no, no, nothing to do with salaries in terms of professional services. This was a core development hiring um, our go-to-market team in 2015, our original marketing budget. So it basically was everything to get the software off the ground. We well, I guess what I'm asking, that. sorry, what I'm asking though, is did you take, would you basically, did you basically use the agency cash flow to fund the new business and that equal oh, a total of 3 million? Yes. Um, so I did use agency cash to be able to fund that $3 million, but there wasn't any expenses for the agency, um, that I would have been receiving professional services for as a part of that 3 million. Totally. No, no, I get that. Yeah. We outsourced our development in the first couple of years before we brought that in house. So it was a pretty expensive thing to get off the ground. Yeah. And how many customers are yet today? Sure. We're about 125 customers today. That's great. And these are, uh, sorry, actually what I meant to ask there was how many are on the kind of ARR plan, not the one-time event plan? Yeah. The majority of them are on more of our ARR plan versus the one-time event. So about 90% of our customers are on pure ARR. Okay. So call maybe 110. Yeah. That's great. Okay. And I mean, can I multiply that, that 110 times that average ACV you gave me that puts you at about 180 grand per month right now, just from that line of business? Yeah, that's correct. Just on that line of business. Yep. And then it, it sounds like you've got maybe 10 to 12 customers where you're signing kind of six figure deals for one massive event that you're managing. 
Correct. That's great. And you said that that typically makes up about 25% of your revenue, right? The professional services. Mm-hmm. That's great. So yeah, at 180 grand a month, that means you're doing about 2.2 million bucks per year on the SaaS side. Add another 25% for the one-time stuff. A healthy business you got going. This is this is kind of cool. How many how many folks full time now? Uh, we're about 40 people full time, but we uh, just closed our Series B round, so we're hiring up. So we've got about uh, 10 more that will be joining our team over the next 60 days. Oh, that's great. So you put in three at the beginning. How much total have you raised to date? About 10 million to date. Okay, so seven million Series A. Uh, sorry. So no, we've done our series A and our series B plus the original investment that I did. So total would be 13 million between all of those. Oh, adding in your own. Yeah. So we raised about 3.7 million at our series A. Um, so we competed and won uh, first place at the Seattle angel conference and the Ben venture conference, which really kicked us off on our investment path and then did our series A as a part of that. So about 3.7 million there. And then we raised the remainder at our series B just a couple of months ago. That's great. Congrats. Um, one of the one of the things that I see a lot of event companies like the struggle with their event apps is exactly what you've articulated, which your events are SaaS is hard to make work in an event space because they start and they stop. So unless right. someone consistently does events, SaaS models really don't work. It throws your churn all out of whack. Walk right. me through how you think about your churn today and what is it, especially on the 110 that are paying really on the ARR model. Yeah, you know, the events industry has a pretty significant churn rate um, because of the issue that you mentioned in terms of if it's a per event, either the event could go away or they restructure how they do the event or how often they do their event. So I think there's a unique perspective if you're looking at building SaaS in our industry of what you need to build. So for us, we're dealing with all of the speakers and the sessions, the sponsors, things that happen across every event that they're doing, regardless of whether it's a user conference, a regional conference, maybe even a trade show that they're going to. So you have to start thinking a level bigger and you have to start thinking about what does make sense for them in a true ARR model. And really it becomes a data play. So if we're able to look across the entire portfolio of their events and now start to predict for them who their best speakers are on which topics to which audiences, we're raising it above just the event marketing level. And now we're at the CMO level where we're actually helping them to create better content, more relevant content for their audiences and increase business in a significant way. That seems to make perfect sense to me. So what is your what is your churn today on that SaaS platform each year? Yeah, on the SaaS platform, we're about 80% retention, so about okay. 20% churn. Um, so that's a mixture of um, you know people that maybe we did a cannabis conference last year, which was awesome, but they aren't in business any longer. So you, know, you have a variety of different types and verticals that you focus in um, that create a, a sort of a varying amount of churn based on the vertical or the industry. So 80 per, 80% uh, annual kind of revenue retention again each year, and then if you look if you add back expansion revenue on top of that. Uh, How much, how much, what do you get up to in terms of net revenue retention? Yeah. Net revenue retention. We're about 110% right now. Okay. Got it. So if you're churning 20%, you're grading up to 110%. That means you have to make up 20% plus another 10%. So 30% expansion. Correct. That's great. And good. Oh, well, part of that is really being strategic about how you run and manage your product. So for us, the original product that we went to market with was around content. So it was the speakers and the sessions. But as we realized that the workflows were very similar for sponsors and exhibitors, we added on a new product, a new module. So you have the ability of upsell and adding on additional modules. So we've been very strategic in terms of what we've done from a product development standpoint to allow our clients to come in and be able to increase their ACV every year, not only because their events are growing, but also because they're adopting additional modules for their events. That's smart. And with that kind of module adoption strategy, I'm curious what growth has looked like. So if you're doing 180 grand per month today on the SaaS platform, what were you doing about a year ago? Oh, it was about half of that. Okay. Wow. So healthy growth, 90 K a month, something like that. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've doubled every year in revenue that since we've been in market in 2015. That's great. Congrats. And the team of 40, where's everyone based? We're based mainly in Vancouver, Washington, which is right across the border from Portland, Oregon. Um, so that's where 95% of our people are based. We have a remote office in Seattle where a couple of people are as well. Washington State. Very good. Competing with, with Amazon jobs, huh? Oh, yeah. Amazon. And in Portland, the startup scene has really changed with JAMA software, Jive software. There's a lot of good tech in Portland as well. So uh, that's an interesting challenge in and of itself is just growing and scaling a startup when you're competing totally. with Nike, Adidas, hiring a lot of dev tech up, up in Portland as well. Uh, very good. And then um, talk to me about what you're so you got. I think you said you had 110 customers on the SaaS platform. What are you paying to acquire one of these customers who ends up again paying you? I think you said ACV average was about 20 grand a year. Yeah. Uh, our customer acquisition costs are, uh, they vary between five and six grand um, this year based on the different campaigns that we're doing, but we have a pretty low um, cap. Yeah, that's pretty good. So five grand on a $20,000 ACV, you're getting paid back in what, four or five months? Uh-huh. That's healthy. That's great. And where are you spending that money typically? You know, our marketing team has really worked miracles on a really small budget. So Remy Merriman's our marketing director, and she has turned Hub into a content generation machine. So uh, we have your normal mixture of inbound and outbound marketing activities, but one of our greatest converting activities is our content generation that we're doing, eBooks, white papers, um, speaking that is able to convert into qualified leads because they're interested in what we're doing and how we're being visionary for our industry. Allie, on that note, let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Ooh, Traction would be my favorite business book. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying in your hometown? Um, Steve Marsh uh, from Portland, who um, grew and ran Smarsh, is probably a big inspira- my biggest inspiration in the local area. Number three, what billing tool do you use for Hub? <laughs> I'm not sure that's going to be a great answer because right now it's all in QuickBooks. So oh. if you have a product and you want to market to me, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> QuickBooks. All right. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, I get a minimum of eight hours of sleep because I do not function well if I don't get sleep. And what's your situation? Married, single, kiddos? Yeah, married with two kiddos that keep me on my toes every single day. Oh, that's great. And Allie, do you mind me asking how old you are? Sure. Yeah, I just turned 38 this year. Oh, congrats. Great. And last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? that it will all be okay. There was a lot of experiences and failures early on in my entrepreneurial career where I thought life was over. uh, And really all it did was prepare me to continue to grow and expand. It will all be okay. Event management platform CEO Alley with Hub founded in 2012. Now today doing about 180 grand per month in revenue. That's up doubled year over year. So about 90K per month back in November, 2017. They have 110 customers paying about a $20,000 ACV average on their ARR platform. They also have to do about work with about 10, you know, mega conferences every year that maybe pay six figures one time where she helps manage those platforms. So additional revenue there, lower margin, but additional revenue doing all this with about 13 million bucks raised, including 3 million bucks of her own money, 80% annual retention uh, each year, gross 30% expansion. So 110% net revenue retention each year, pretty good $5,000 CAC on $20,000 ACV is about a five month payback. Economics makes sense. Team of 40 in Washington state and other remote locations, again, building up their really event and content platform hub. Allie, thanks for taking us to the top. Yeah, thanks so much, Nathan. I appreciate the time.